my Counting Crows story. But <laughs> hide to hide the show. <laughs> and then forgot. And then did not know where my car was for a solid half hour. <laughs> like, no. we. No, I took. Well, because I got there. I mean, I parked my car somewhere. I got to the actual venue by shuttle. Like, shuttle. And, well, we, I made friends around there and everything. And we were just talking, having fun, listening to the music and stuff. Someone whips out a dab pen. We all start taking hits. <laughs> just flat out. You're just like, oh no. Yeah. I, yeah, we just started taking hits. And then after the show, take the shuttle back. I knew which shuttle to take back and everything. Mm-hmm. Get there. Cannot find my car. I'm like, Where the hell is it? Uh, <laughs> and I found it later. I was like, I'm such an idiot. And I just drove off. <laughs> just, hey, I would like to see somebody watching you just aimlessly wander around. Like, where's right. my car? I felt, I felt like I was in The Sims. Just- <laughs> so- <laughs> Somebody put, like, a plate in front of you so you can't go around it. Right. Strobinargo. So, story time. Um, so, the first time I ever went into the pit was uh, f- Wage War. It was Ooh, okay. I flew back here last year to see Wage War. The first time I ever went to a metal concert was Fit for a King. Yeah. And it was the first time ever my friends uh, got me to go. And I was too scared to go in the pit, even though it looked really, really fun. Yeah. And yeah. my friend Anton, who is uh, pretty short and just really strong though was too yeah. afraid to go into and i looked over once and i saw my friend ethan just shove him in there and wow. i was like oh that looks really fun but i'm too scared mm-hmm. so uh then the summer happened and then i came back in october to see wage war yeah and we were standing there and i was looking around and i was like metal concerts are so fun because from fit for a king the first time i was there i was like this is I walked in there and I was like, this is going to be terrifying, like scary yeah, metal yeah. concert. I'd never been to one before. My friend Ethan got me into metal music yeah. a lot. And it's really good. Like it has a bad yeah. rap for when everybody goes, oh, metal music is just screaming and scary. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. And then I went there and it was so cool because everybody there was so nice. Mm-hmm. And people, if somebody falls in the pit, everybody around goes there to pick you up. And yeah. we talked to people around. Everybody was really funny. Some dude found a guitar pick from the one of the band members members and gave it to us because he was just like you guys are cool here i found this oh shit while we were getting water because everybody's that's super cool (laughs) and there was only two doors in that whole uh room it was a very small theater it was the black sheep in colorado springs it was so hot yeah it was so hot everybody was sweaty and disgusting Mm -hmm. but everybody's having fun so then yeah i love those small places because you know, they're so much fun. They're so fun. They're and they're so more fun. intimate. And then at mm-hmm. Wage War, is that the Summit, I think, in Colorado, which is a pretty known one? Yeah. And uh, we were in there and we were walking around and I wanted to go in, but I was way too scared and I was way too like intimidated. I was like, what if I am not good enough? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but then um, my friend Ethan was like, what the hell are you doing? Get in there. And then he pushed me he in there. In, yeah. And it was kind of like an instant thing where you're like, once you're in there, you're in there and you're like, it's now or never. And you Exactly pushing people around yeah. having so much fun it's it's like legal fighting <laughs> which really, is so really fun is. where everybody's throwing around and then you have crowd killers you know crowd yeah. killers where they flail everywhere yeah just and it's like scary. All out. yeah my friend yeah. adrian got kicked in the face like straight up kicked in the face oh, once shit. by a crowd killer and it had blood streaming everywhere but if you avoid the oh, crowd no, killers yeah. which everybody hates if somebody sees you crowd killing they're like no no just not. like move away and then you have like the circle pit, which, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have the, the front pit where we're just kind of shoving up against yeah, the front. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then you haven't lived until you have seen a wall of death, <laughs> where everybody just splits and then runs full force at each other. Yeah, most insane Oof. thing. I saw 
all of that. Um, I was at a Metallica show in Abu Dhabi. This was like outdoors and shit, but that ha- like all that stuff happened. Mosh pits, the walls of death, and everything. Just everything together. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it's so scary. I had a joke with my friend where some a metal artist just goes, tickle pit, go! And everybody just tickles each other. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so much fun. But the first time, you'll never forget your first time. <laughs> True. Especially in a pit. Especially in a pit. Welcome, everybody, again to the Soundtracks of Our Lives. This is Rylan Martins, and with me today, we have Miss Paige Bowers, Episode 7. How do you feel? Howdy. I'm feeling fabulous. I'm Ooh. feeling real good, dude, despite the corona. Feeling yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, we're coming to you live from downtown Chicago. We have T-minus about three days until we have to pack up and ship out, and... Yeah. Yay quarantine. Yay quarantine. All right. So before we start, um, you know, just talking about everything, I know you. Uh, we've met literally the first few days that we moved in freshman year in Columbia. But our listeners, or at least most of our listeners, don't know you. So quickly introduce yourself to them. Oh, ah. shoot. Well, um, I am from Denver, Colorado. I like cowboys a lot. I like cowboys and I like Vikings. What a Mm -hmm. crazy thing. (laughs) Um, I like video games. Uh, I am 19. I like long walks on the beach and (laughs) just kidding. But um, yeah, I'm just your simple suburban Colorado girl. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I like telling jokes and being a, I don't know. (laughs) I went nowhere. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's pretty much in a <laughs> nutshell, actually. You you know, you got the Viking theme, the Western theme, and just, yeah, it's just <laughs> insane. You love video games. You love mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff, all different kinds of music, which we are going to get into. Hell because yeah. some of the music you love, holy shit, I have not met another person who loves it as passionately as you do. <laughs> it, it is insane, but it is so nice to find a person who does love that kind of music. Oh, shucks. And, yeah, we met the first few days that we moved in, um, you know, just as a big whole group, and literally the rest is history. We've known each other for almost two years now, and, yeah, that's literally it. We've This group has only gotten closer. A beautiful friendship hath bloomed. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> it's lovely. One of the best. Mm-hmm. So this is the soundtracks of our lives, and um, we'll start off with you setting a scene. So you know, paint a picture, take me back in time to 
way back when you were younger um what was the scene like what were your music tastes like how were they being developed and yeah just go from there it was a sunny day in 2006. <laughs> um, you know when you you're in when we were growing up and everybody had that one desktop computer that sat in like your living room yes, that the whole family, the family shared. Computer? Yeah. When uh, you asked me this question, my first thought was that and me just sitting on that computer when YouTube was like a first thing, 2005, 2006, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2007, and looking up music videos all the time or like. LOL XD random songs like <laughs> yeah yeah there was that whole internet culture of certain songs like Numa Numa and let's get some shoes and then I've seen probably a million of the Lady Gaga telephone yeah. user from me when I was 12 like <laughs> wow so I grew up watching all sorts of YouTube videos being part of the kind of cringy era on YouTube <laughs> yeah and then like Cassida and like the every time we touch right. a song like, yeah all that shit. My mom also, whenever we drove anywhere when I was younger, backseat of the car, she had a yeah. pink iPod Nano that she'd connect to our car. Yeah. And she would play nothing but Glee covers of songs. No, really? <laughs> only Glee only Glee songs ever. And wow. so now when I hear a lot of music, it throws me off a little bit when it's not the Glee cover. <gasps> because my Ooh. mom destroyed me <laughs> growing up. She hated me. <laughs> so she only played Glee covers. Oh my goodness. So I just. Did you ever feel the need for research though when you heard the Glee covers? Did you know <laughs> or did you just pass it off? You're like, ooh, maybe those are the originals. I don't care. I would hear the actual version and be like, oh, this isn't the Glee cover. And then I'd be like, this one's better. <laughs> and then my, right. my mom would ruin me. So I grew up learning terrible Glee covers. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's that. But. <laughs> You ever hear the clear cover of uh, "Don't Stop Believing"? Yes, yes, <laughs> or "Dream <I> On." <laughs> yes, I've I've heard all of them. It's something I, else. We, I, um, it was, what was it, like seventh grade for me? I was back in Abu Dhabi. We almost sang the clear cover to "Don't Stop Believing." Really? I yeah, I did <laughs> not. I was gonna do like the bass part and all that kind of I was insane. We were in the choir and we were just gonna. We were about to do it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> we ended up not doing it. Oh no! I was like, "Fine by me." <laughs> <laughs> Fine by me. I'm not singing a Glee cover. Exactly. Like you said, you know, listening to the music in your backseat. Um, literally everyone I've had on so far, they've all talked about you know when their parents would drive them around. Literally, most of our music tastes were developed in that backseat in mm -hmm. our parents' car. You know, listening to the radio and all that kind of stuff. Um. Speaking of your music tastes, were there any influences, you know, family, friends, places that really helped you develop a music taste or at least got you started? Um, definitely what you said with the driving. Mm -hmm. My family loves country music. <laughs> like my yeah. dad's side of the family doesn't and my mom's side of the family does. So okay. whenever we go on family vacations, it was always country music, uh, Tim McGraw, uh, what's his, wow. what are the other country artists? I don't remember them. I remember one time we went to Lake Powell and they played Red Solo Cup seven times on repeat and I just no. kept swimming away like, stop. No. <laughs> but it might have a little influence with living in Colorado. Yeah. Um, yeah, just growing up in a more, because Colorado isn't a Wild West town or anything mm -hmm. like that, but it's yeah. definitely got the mountains and yeah. the so more of a folk feel. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So I like a lot of folk music now. Now, so I feel like mm -hmm. that has a lot to do with liking it is being in the woods a lot growing right, up right. we went camping all the time yeah and that kind of home 
feeling my family lived on a like my dad's side of the family lived on a huge property where we rode four wheelers and <laughs> shot a, a shotgun at a giant dirt pile and beer cans oh like my <laughs> so i think kind of growing up with that more folksy field swimming in the creek yeah type of stuff all those experiences has, really helped you definitely really, like embody that kind of mm-hmm. music yeah is the scene uh when you were growing up was the scene a lot about rock because i know you like rock a lot so oh oh I mean, I grew up in the Middle East, so it wasn't really because all the stuff on the radio was whatever, however big the stuff was here. So all that pop mm-hmm. moving into like electronic, all that kind of stuff, too. Um, but I don't know. I was always not the biggest fan of those things. Um, that's why I had, you know, I got into the early like pop punk kind of stuff because um, I had this small sony walkman mp3 player that <laughs> yeah. looks like the pill oh my gosh yes yeah i had one and of those too yeah i had a light blue one and one of my family friends literally loaded songs on there um some of them were those you know poppy upbeat kind of things like that bubblegum pop mm-hmm. but that was a big library of um pop punk stuff so like good charlotte all american rejects green day hell yeah and all that kind of stuff and i fell in love with that <laughs> it was so sick and oh that's cool yeah that's that was literally the beginning of my pop punk phase mm-hmm. and it's still going to this day yeah don't let it die yeah exactly that's all i can listen to definitely pop punk is definitely something that is our generation and our generation only oh absolutely music has changed so much since then i i've had mm-hmm. this conversation with a couple of people like pop punk is very much so only us emo phase all that is only yeah. us just oh absolutely us 2000s kids this is literally what spoke to us growing up <laughs> exactly yeah it's that vibe of early 2000s and it's not going to come back i don't think that same like scene phase yeah. or even if Savail it does come back it's going to be totally different definitely but i'm glad that we got what we got oh you know, all the from, way um like the mid 2000s with all American Rejects, Good Charlotte, and everything. It was, it was the voice that spoke to a generation. That generation oh, being ours, and it was, yeah, it was just awesome. It's very special. Oh yeah, special absolutely. Actually, I wanted to ask you because you know we talked about all this kind of stuff. Um, I usually think that amongst all the pop punk music that came out in the two thousands and stuff, like that whole scene, was there one specific band? that spoke to you because i feel like that might might have been the case with everyone mm-hmm. like you know you have all these different bands from green day to paramore fallout boy um you know good charlotte the all-american rejects even blink if you can <laughs> use that because they were i mean late 1990s too but they were still making music in the 2000s and stuff do you think you had one specific band that really spoke to you in a sense? Um, I joined the emo phase a little late, which okay. is because because I I think I grew up in a kind of Christian white family that was like this music is scary. Don't listen to this music; yeah, it's yeah. bad and like it'll influence you. You'll do drugs. Mm-hmm. And then I, like a couple years ago, is when I finally got into it. Yeah, I've yeah. always really liked that music. I just wasn't right. really kind of allowed to watch listen to yeah. it, even though I liked you it. You weren't immersed in it as much as you thought you could have been. Exactly. Or as, much as you want it to be Mm -hmm. so now i really like it like i like pierce the veil now i like mcr now yeah yeah. um all that stuff and i like i listen to a lot of 
uh, more punk music, like uh, and metal music, mm-hmm. um, and like Sleeping with Sirens. I've gotten into them recently, and growing up, like closest I could get was like Kesha, and even then, yeah, my family yeah. was still like no, <laughs> and that early two thousands pop that I thought was good. Now I listen back, and of course, it's like a throwback song. You're like hell yeah, yeah but you wouldn't. Yeah, it invokes the nostalgia, it but you're like. Mm-hmm. In terms of the actual musicality, we're like, mm. I feel like I missed out because the pump music and when its prime was so good. Oh, hell yeah! It so was. good. I listened to "Hurt" by Thousand Foot Crunch, like a really obscure wow. song, but it's just all that I was a late bloomer. Yeah, and it makes me sad because I missed mm-hmm. out on an emo phase where I had like. I had a phase where I, all I wore was neon yellow and oh, wow. wore too much eyeliner, if that oh, counts. Shit. <laughs> but I never got into punk until recently, until which kind of sucks. Yeah. But um, if you had to, I mean, if you were exposed to that kind of music when it was first coming out and when it was in its prime, like you said, which one do you think would, you know, would you relate to the most or which one would speak to you the most? Probably mm, either Pierce Avail or My Chemical Romance, I think. Yeah. Just at the time, I feel like it would have been. I liked their sound a lot, so I probably would have liked yeah. their sound even more back yeah, then. Definitely. And it, everybody in middle school in that time was very, like, going through the same stuff and, yeah. like, kind of emo if you're in that type of way. And mm-hmm. I feel like if I was more into that music at the time, I would have definitely gravitated oh, towards yeah. them. Were Hell you more yeah. of Good Charlotte and. Good Charlotte, All American Rejects. Yeah, that. First, I mean, that second album of Good Charlotte's, The Young and the Hopeless, that album I will play forever and ever. It's <laughs> so, so good. And, you, never let it you know, die. I just, li- I listen to it all the time. And then I went and saw them live, like, two Life years changing. ago. And I saw them with Sleeping, uh, Sleeping with Sirens oh, yeah. and um, two, other, two other bands, one a local band and another band from like california or something but they were so good they played like, their ending song was um Elias Charles is version famous and i love that song and uh, they have a little breakdown in the middle mm, before the final down. chorus comes in and they broke it down real so slow stripped it down a little bit just started you know yelling to the audience they're like when this final chorus hits we all bounce <laughs> and Mm-hmm. that final chorus hit everyone started jumping and everything i felt the place shake it That's was awesome. so so good concerts are so good because you get that feeling of everybody's here for the same reason everybody's yeah. just happy and listening to exactly. this band and yeah. it just feels so love yeah loving exactly especially going to concerts alone i love it just because i make so many new friends yeah, every definitely. time all the way it's so fun anyway again we talked about you know the punk the metal side of you. Actually, we didn't touch on the metal side as much. Do you want to go into that too? Sure. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Um, my favorite, uh, they're more categorized as funk uh, yeah. metal or jazz metal is Dance Kind of a Dance. Yeah. So freaking good. Their, uh, their newest album is coming out in, I think, April. Yeah. Or, yeah a- April or August. April. Um, April? I Thank God. April, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they've been releasing a couple singles. They released two, but mm-hmm. their their sound is just so unique. Oh, yeah. it's I haven't heard a band like that ever. And when you've got a lead vocalist like 
Tillian Pearson who can hit those insane high notes. I wanted, yeah. they had a thing where you could request music that they wanted to do on their next tour, like songs from oh, their really? whole, yeah, you could yeah, request yeah, yeah. songs okay. from all their music they've ever done. Yeah. And I requested um, Here Comes the Winner purely because I wanted to see him hit that high I, note. Yeah. Oh my goodness, like, that person, high note is insane. It's insane. And then you've got Will Swan on the guitar. Yes. And oh, what's his name on on the, the drums? Something, maybe? No, it's Will Swan. John Mess is crazy good uh, Matt too. Matt Mangus on drums. Matt Mangus. Oh yeah. my gosh, he's so good. Uh, he John is Mess. Insane. John yeah. Mess has a very particular way of doing his metal vocals too, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I tried watching a video of some guy trying to match him and explain how he does it. And it wasn't the same, but it, it made mm-hmm. sense like how he did it. Right. And just Dance Gavin Dance is so particular because it's got those more poppy ish metals and yeah. then all the right. crazy guitar breakdowns and all that stuff. Yeah. And then the, the normal vocals, clean vocals. Mm-hmm. And then they're like that. Freaking dirty, tour got canceled. Yeah. I so know. sad. I'm I so know. sad. Well, they're realizing new dates. I know, well, soon, hopefully. They should be. They did a thing where they're, um, they are doing like an honorary crew shirts. You know how crew Yeah, I saw for, that. Yeah. yeah, I saw that on their Instagram. Their crew shirts. They're giving them out to give them to the people who are affected. Yeah. Not yeah. being able to have jobs right now, which I thought exactly. was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. They're a huge advocate. Mm-hmm. I love it. They're so great. Is there anyone else you wanted to mention as uh, well? For metal? Yeah, for metal. Um, I like, as I mentioned before, Wage War is really, mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. They are very, very, very good. Fit for King is really good. They're um, mm-hmm. new. They're, uh, they just released a single, but um, their album Death Grip is super, when you really look into it, my my friend told me a lot about it. Yeah. And um, we he analyzed it a lot, which was really, really cool. <laughs> Because um, he explained more about it, and I didn't realize it until he explained it about like how deep it is. Yeah, yeah. And I think you really, with metal a little bit, you have to kind of look beyond the screaming. Like a lot of people who don't like metal right. have to look beyond the screaming. And right. Because it's really instrumental mm-hmm. when you separate everything and listen to it individually. Definitely. And the lyrics are so meaningful and deep. It's not exactly. just like, oh, death, destruction. Like it actually exactly, yeah. means something. Especially and- now compared to... You know, back in the 90s, 80s, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has so much more to it, and there's a lot there. And the guitar, like, I'd like to see anybody try to play metal guitar and not say it's requires talent. Like, it's crazy. It requires the most talent. <laughs> it's Between, insane. like, the, you know, all that speed picking stuff mm-hmm. and the sweep picking and all that kind of stuff. So oh, when metal gets a bad it's rap, insane. it's insane. I like, could never do that. About. I could never do that shit. Mm-mm. I, like well, I love could. that kind of music. Could. I could not. I I've tried. <laughs> You're I've a tried. very talented guitarist. I bet you could Thank do you, it. But Just take a little I practice. Could, uh, yeah, but you got I've it. Tried. I'm I'm not even like. <laughs> I mean, I would love to, but I don't know. I love listening to it, playing it, not so much my scene. But <laughs> you, yeah. I bet if you practice, you'd have it down. You're very talented. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. How long have you been playing guitar? Oh shoot! I started since twenty. 13 so probably about a solid six and a half to seven years now nice hell yeah but yeah (laughs) yeah i see you playing it a lot and you're very very good at it (laughs) thank you thank you the camping trip we went on and you just sat there and played all these songs was like this is the (laughs) best thing ever by a lake by a fire oh that was beautiful yeah we went to green bay wisconsin For spring break last year <laughs> only people to ever do that yeah. <laughs> ever the only people to go north yeah really break. yeah no but yeah we got a cottage like a small cottage 
um, really homey feel. So I nice. loved it. Uh, we stayed there for a couple of nights, and that second night, we just had a bonfire, sat around, and we were just, you know, chilling. It was so good. Yeah. So pure. Oh, yeah. It was wonderful. <laughs> I loved it. Moving from that punk and metal that you love now and that you're listening to now, um, I know that you're a huge, huge advocate of video games too. Yes. And I know you love video game score as much as you love, you know, the metal and the punk and stuff. Definitely. So I wanted to ask um, if you could elaborate on that. Just talk about some scores that you love, you know, why you love them, what influenced like how it inspires you or like all that kind of stuff um video game music is seriously so cool mm-hmm. i'm a strong advocate not for like mo- video games are better than movies but like right. video games in general just because they have a way of reaching you that movies can't quite do because movies they reach you they they're incredible movies oh, yeah. are amazing yeah. they, but it's like two hours versus a game where you're spending 40 50 60 hours with yeah. a character with a setting with a story right so it kind of hits you a little deeper mm-hmm. and Plus when it's it comes that interactive spirit exactly too. yeah definitely where you're you are the character mm-hmm. and so when it's music it kind of sets the tone for the vibe and yeah. the setting a lot right and a game like it's not a not popular game last of us it's in Everybody One of the knows greatest games, yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest games ever. Just the music is so incredible. I'm gonna butcher his last name, but Gustavo Santaleoa. I don't know how to say his last name. I feel terrible every time, mm-hmm. but he's an incredible composer. Um, just the way he was able to capture such a specific feel for that game that like yeah. nothing else could replicate that specific feel. And I think exactly. that a lot of that comes from the music. Right. And I can't tell if this is a different game I watched or Gustavo. Um, uh, game I watched, uh, like a documentary I watched, I think it was him, where he took instruments he didn't know how to play or he made his own instruments to yeah. get specific songs. Ooh, I don't okay. want to say it was him if it's not, but like I right. think it might be where he made instruments or did things he'd never done before to try and get yeah. something, which is really cool. Try to get something unique, mm-hmm. like a unique perspective in that definitely yeah. and then hellblade has a really good soundtrack too the mm-hmm. game hellblade descending with sacrifice because they got a um once again metal vocalist but he like a norwegian metal vocalist where Ooh. it's all just like yeah 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 that kind of stuff he, they got him to write all the music for it he was a popular he had a popular band he knew um the lead director of the game so he wrote a lot of the music and it's very Ooh, ambient very viking like yeah yeah it's really really cool mm-hmm. and it it like once again sets a very specific tone for hellblade yeah. and that journey through hell right. but also journey through your own mental state mm-hmm. kind of feel so that one's really good too i love video games <laughs> i know you do i know you do and you got Bioshock, where it's all that 1950s feel. Yes. Yes, it's so good. Uh, and that it, score, probably one of my favorites, just because, you know, they stayed true to that era. Definitely. And they, it was 
a really accurate representation with the music and everything. It was so nice. It kind of gave a little resurgence for a lot of people with that 50s oh, absolutely. type jazz music. Because a lot of people got a little bit more into it yeah, when that yeah. came out and all those songs. And it's just so aesthetically perfect Pleasing. for that type oh, yeah. of thing. Love that. I, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> What's your games. favorite video game? Shoot. See, this is hard. I, <laughs> okay, top like, five. Top five? Top five. Okay. A top, top one is an impossible question top, for video exactly. games. So. And for music. Yeah, and for music. Really, yeah. though. So when I ask you that later, you're going to be like, <laughs> fuck you, Rylan. <laughs> anyway, top five. Um, in no particular order. Last of Us, of course. Of course. Um, Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, yes. Such a good game. <laughs> Such a good game. Um, shoot. Mortal Kombat, but mm-hmm. I'm torn between 10 and 11. <laughs> I want to say 11, just because I feel like the story was way cooler. Although 10 was a masterpiece as well. Definitely. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. That that yes. score too. Oh my gosh, that's so, score. so that good. That tribal and all those vocals. And, yeah. it, and that like mixed with that, te- like tribal mixed with techno because yeah. of the robots. It, Right. So cool. Such a cool blend, but they make it work. Definitely. And it's so, so nice. That's four, right? Uh, number five. Oh, my God. This, this fifth <laughs> it's a hard one question. Is, yeah, this fifth one is hard. So you have to narrow it down. I have no idea. Have you played, uh, what was I going to say, God of War yet? So funny story about that. I had bought that game, and I was going to play it and everything. Had it ready, and one day... I was about. I was gonna put it in, and could not find the game. No. Turns out my brother took it without <laughs> my permission. Of course he did. Started playing it, and I was like, "Give it back." He's like, "No," and I was like, uh, "I paid for it." <laughs> yeah, well, I <laughs> like, dropped it's sixty my bucks. Game. No, I bought it for like ten. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, I got it on sale. I was like, "Play that during this quarantine because wow, that's a good game." It's such a good game. I yeah. It's, it's incredible. Um, but yeah, I was like, okay, screw it. Just let him have it for now. <laughs> and then I'll take it later. Actually, yeah, God of War is my number five. That has to be. It's <laughs> so, so good. Yeah, see, that was a hard question. <laughs> it was a very difficult question. Yeah. Cool. So moving from, because, you know, we talked about metal punk, video games, um, which says a lot about you. It, you love that slow ambient kind of sound as well as really heavy (laughs) and really fast stuff too but i wanted to get into more you know how music affected your life and in that sense were there any pivotal moments in your life where you feel music played a really important role or you know just played a role of like a helping hand in a sense to like get you through those pivotal moments definitely Music is very important, and I think it saves lives mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. It, Absolutely, it is a very essential thing. It's so crazy; it's its own thing. You can't. Nothing is like music. It brings people together. It, music saves lives. It really saves if, lives. It, if it didn't, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this. Exactly. So yeah, it's very cultural. It's very important. And first thing that came to my mind, my favorite band um, is First Aid Kit. You yeah. know this, but. Yeah. Um, uh it's kind of my boyfriend broke up with me but i think 
going through a breakup sounds really stupid when you're not going through a breakup, when you're kind of like, oh, it's fine, it's whatever, your boyfriend just broke up there. But when you're going through one, it's really hard. Yeah. And uh, First Aid Kit has been my favorite band since sophomore year of high school, so six, seven years, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But uh, they came out with an album, like, the weekend when I got broken up with. Wow, okay. And it really helped me. It was a breakup album. It was about a breakup, so it's helped me. And then it's helped me through a lot of things because that type of thing can be kind of versatile. Oh, absolutely. To family, to friends. It doesn't only have to stay in the realm of relationships and breakups and everything it really helps with just you know when you're in a mood put it on and hopefully get you out of that mood definitely and even their their band name like they've explained it before where they say first aid kit is kind of a meaning of we want music to be healing music be helpful and a lot of the music is very folky very country like riding a horse through the mm-hmm. mountains yeah. type music which is really but it cool it does the job it does the job healing mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. heals you makes you feel lighter better and and then their right. ruins their latest album gave you something to kind of relate to and all the darker stuff yeah which is really really important i think that one helped me in more ways than i could possibly say beautiful and then metal music i know i've talked a lot about it but it helped me find uh, my friend group I have back at home. Yeah, it's helped me got to get really close to those people who I love very dearly. And mm-hmm. like my friend Ethan, he got me into it a lot. Yeah. and that and then they took me to concerts, and I had something to talk to him about them, and it just strengthened my friendship with yeah, them a lot. Absolutely. Which was at a time in my life where I was kind of losing a lot of my friends, mm-hmm. and it was when we graduated and things were getting all scary and yeah. wonky. And then they were there, and they kind of picked me up and essentially saved me saved my life because mm-hmm. they were there for me absolutely and so that helped me a lot I love and that. see i feel like that was the same between me and you definitely is we definitely strengthened our friendship through our love of punk of metal yeah. and all that kind of stuff all the way i for the most part amongst our friend group you were the one who was most passionate about it <laughs> and you you just loved it the most out of everyone i was like definitely. i can definitely relate to that because <laughs> that was literally what i grew up mm-hmm. listening to as well like that was a huge part of my life too definitely yeah so it gave us it gave us, sparked a little friendship hell yeah little it best friendship over yep. here were there any others um worth mentioning at least <laughs> i like sharing music a lot i like yes because you know when you listen to a song you go Rylan would like this song, or Ethan would like this song, or Rachel would like yeah, this song. Yeah, you yeah. just think of it instantly, and you tell them. Right. You're like, you show it to them exactly. And it's always kind of nice when you somebody sends you a song. And they go, "I thought of you when I listened to this, and I thought you might yeah, like it." Exactly. It kind of brightens your day a little bit. Right. So when yeah. somebody does it to you, or you do that to somebody else, it's just kind of right. a little little joy in life. Mm-hmm. Just sharing music, music was meant to be shared. Exactly. It's I know I love seeing that. Some people you know try to keep the songs to themselves and stuff. I was like. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> like, like, spread it around. This spread is the my word. band. They got too popular. They're not good anymore since they got popular. Oh, like, screw that. Yeah. What? Screw that. <laughs> if they're good, give it to them. Yeah. Like, just, you know, give them the recognition they deserve. Definitely. First Aid Kit was really small when I started listening to them. They were yeah. pretty small. And then they've gotten really big recently. Like, yeah. they've had radio plays. Their tours have been really big. They played a sold-out, humongous stadium in Stockholm. Right. They're Swedish, so it's kind of obvious they'll be a little yeah, bigger yeah. in their hometown. But Absolutely. they've gotten way... People have been like, I love First Aid Kit. And three years ago, nobody would have known who they were. Yeah, exactly. I was like, First Aid Kit. And they're like, that's a weird band name. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm going to go now. Wow. That's... Yeah, no, but music is meant to be shared. So everyone listening out there, share your music. <laughs> share your music tastes. You know, get it out there. 
let everyone listen to it. If it's not for them, it's not for them, but at least give them the chance to try it. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I love that we talked about all the different styles, genres that at least we grew up listening to Mm -hmm. and we still listen to now. We love it. And, you know, it's become such a big part of us. The different musical styles and stuff we listen to from the, you know, ambient, smooth sounds of like video game scores to the heaviness and like the speed of punk and metal and everything. Um, Is there a genre or style that you love, but when other people talk to you about music and stuff and you tell them that you love this genre, this style of music, they cannot picture you liking it whatsoever. (laughs) Was there like that genre or style that you think of? Definitely. Um, from new people I've met, and they ask me, like, new people who don't very know me very well, all, yeah. they'll ask me what music I like, and my answer is always folk and metal, and mm-hmm. they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> they picture me probably to, like, pop music, and yeah, the extremes, and it's specifically Western folk, Okay. Yeah. which, <laughs> not just, like, indie folk music, yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. that very much, but I like the more darker western type music the music that makes you sound like you're a ca- feel like a cowboy yeah, yeah when you're out some music right. that is really good to like listen to when you're driving through the woods it's or like something like that country yeah full country yeah. yeah i don't like country music like my dog my tractor like i like right. that type of country music culture wall is a good mm-hmm. example of that and um uh i have a lot of examples but mm-hmm. i can't think of them right now of course yeah, not yeah, as soon yeah. as it matters but um, I'll, just that type of folk music, it makes you sound like you're a cowboy. Right. Everybody's like, that's a little strange because n- you don't find a lot of people who listen to yeah. that heavy folk music. And mm-hmm. J- Joan Baez, I don't know how to say her Joan name. Joan Baez. Oh. Yeah, she's not like country folk, but she's more like medieval folk, yeah. which is kind of oh, cool. She's so good. She's though. so good. And just that type of music. And then people always don't expect me to ever listen to metal music because I don't, I don't yeah. look like I listen to metal music. Yeah, but no, just... I did not expect that <laughs> when we first met. But then, yeah, we bonded through that, mm-hmm. and I was like, Definitely. "Shit, she knows her stuff." <laughs> I, yeah, it's I owe it all to my friends back home. Yeah, they, yeah. they're much bigger fans than me, but they've taught me. They, mm-hmm. I'm their apprentice. Well. <laughs> I'm little apprentice. Shout out to Paige's friends back home for teaching her well. <laughs> Kudos to y'all. Shout out. Um, but I like, I'm trying to learn a banjo. People never expect it when I go, yeah, I'm trying to learn the banjo. They're like, what? That's true. So and I, I never knew you played violin for a little bit too. I and I was like, oh shit. It's, yeah. It's just a bundle of surprises, I guess. Yeah, but I absolutely. Just, I like that very Western folky, dark mm-hmm. type music versus like indie. Western. Right. I like yeah. That very much. Yeah. But, yeah, hell yeah. Bones of Mr. J- Jun- Bones of Junior Jones is a good example. Nico Case, she's really good. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just all those, all those people. How about you? Have people always kind of be like, "Oh, you look like you like rock," or is there kind or of metal? They like. I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, if you know people meeting me for the first time, they'd be like, "Okay, you." I mean, from what I would talk about and stuff, people would be like, "Okay, he you know, kind of likes rock music, kind of." Maybe more classic rock, indie, everything, but he also likes his hard rock stuff. Because I do, that's my whole spectrum. I love rock, but all forms of it, all the subgenres, if you want to call it that, and everything. But I think not a lot of people know this, but I absolutely love jazz music. <laughs> yes. Like slow 
jazz music because of the improvisational kind of technique behind it. Definitely. It's also really technical, yet really loose and everything. And I love just the feel of it, especially. Um, and we were talking about this in Julia's episode, like Brazilian jazz and like、mm-hmm. bossa nova, samba, and that kind of stuff. I've been listening to more of that recently, and I absolutely love those styles of music, just because it's got that jazzy feel to it, but it's got a swing to it almost as well. And I love a good like swing.、Um, swing to, like, is so awesome. Swing music in general, oh, yeah,、so、swing music、good. in general is insane. I wish it was still popular. Oh like, yeah, it was bigger. Where you're in the '50s and every、mm-hmm. club is playing it or playing yeah, some sort of jazz music. Yeah, people get together like dancing and just having fun、yes. with it and everything. It's so so much fun. I wish that was still popular. Yeah, those but, were the days. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, jazz in general and like、mm-hmm. more often than not, it's the smoother, slower jazz that I really really love. Definitely, yeah. I wouldn't look at you and go, "He likes jazz," but now that I know you and you were playing jazz this morning, yeah, like- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's just something. Yeah, it's something I never thought I'd get into as well. But I don't know. Once I started listening to it, it just had an effect on me. It was so so beautiful. I、yes. love I love jazz music. All right, and then you know we talked about childhood. We talked about you know all the. Music you listen to when you were younger and everything, and I wanted to touch on what your music tastes are now or like how they've evolved.、Um, so give us a little insight to that. I've talked about a lot of it. It's, yeah. Um, they've evolved into that middle school phase where I liked pop,、yeah. I liked that music, and now any music that plays on the radio I detest. It all sounds the same. same. It's all bad, and TikTok songs. All this sometimes TikTok will ruin songs. I'll I'll be like I I love TikTok. Not gonna lie. Yeah. But I'll have a song that I found a long time ago and I really like, and then TikTok gets a hold of it, and you're like, and you're like no, no please don't.、Yeah. And but、um, that pop music, I don't get how people like it. Yeah. Because、yeah. it's I guess you like what you like, and I'm、right. I'm not one to judge. You're you're.、Yeah. You like your own stuff. I'm not gonna tell you not to. Exactly. But it just doesn't stick with me, right? But in、mm-hmm. middle school and growing up, like freshman year of high school, I liked it. And then sophomore sophomore years when I found first day kit, and I was、yeah. like, this is really good. Yeah. And I kind of moved more into the folk type music、mm-hmm. and kind of went my own way with it. Right. And then that's when I started freshman years when I started playing more video games. So that's when、mm-hmm. I got more into soundtracks. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you're younger, you're like people listen to soundtrack music. That's weird. And then you actually start listening to soundtrack music. Like. First、so、song、cool. I ever liked was Mina's Trith from Lord of the Rings. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really good, and so, and then you slowly get more and more into that, and just、mm-hmm. it's something to listen to, kind of, when、Absolutely. you're not doing anything. And that '50s music from I, I had like a playlist of the music from the Hollywood Tower of Terror in Disney World, like their, yes, their、uh, cue music. Right, right. I listened to that while I was doing homework. That's so and cool. And I kind of went into my own style. Of Things and that、mm-hmm. kind of evolved into my clothes a little bit. Yeah, I dress how I want to dress. I don't give a crap what other people think, so I kind of dress a little、exactly. westerny. And sometimes I'll dress a little more out of the box, more like fifties.、Mm-hmm. And um, because it's it's your life. Yeah, <laughs> why not live it the、do. way you want to live? Exactly. exactly, and it's more fun to be a little different. Yeah, and then it's involved in the folk music, and then musical theater in high school. I listened to a lot of musical theater music. I still do, right? Right. Because、uh, 
uh, I did a lot of theater in high school, mm-hmm. so you start to get really into that scene of new right. musicals and what's what's. There's a lot of very good musics out there, and it's the type of song that when you're in the car, it's a really easy song if you want to, if you feel like singing, to pull it on a musical theater song exactly, and sing because yeah. they're belt, very belty. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Do you like any musicals? Now that I think about it, musicals. Yes. Um, can't name any off the top of my head, but yeah, I usually. It isn't something I've really gone into as much, mm-hmm. but if it comes on, sometimes I will listen to it, and it's like it's really nice to listen to, sometimes because I do love that belty, that really powerful voice behind it too. But yeah, not many that I can name at the top of my head. Yeah. But that's okay, dude. Yeah. That only means there's a world to get involved in. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of great things exactly. out there. And I can give you some recommendations if you ever want that. Because oh, musicals are yeah. great. They are great. great, yeah. I'm very picky, though, I've noticed. Because mm-hmm. I'm picky with my musicals that I listen to. I'm picky with the songs I listen to. Oh, there's nothing Video wrong games with I play. that. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> a little, that. A little picky, but, you know, I beat it's that fun. way. I mean, because everyone has their own niche, right? Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Everyone has a niche. Everyone has a preference. Exactly. Based off of that, um, and we kind of touched on this just slightly... I wanted to get your thoughts on the current musical landscape. You know, where do you think it's headed? Do you think it's getting better, getting worse? Where would you like to see it go? And yeah, just go for it. I've had be this... as blunt and honest as you possibly want, as you want, because <laughs> definitely these are this is the hot take section. So. <laughs> hot take section. Go. Yep. Uh, I've had this conversation with a couple people before where uh, music. It's just so interesting to think of where music started and how it evolved into what it evolved into. Oh, absolutely. Because you think yeah. of 1800s, that type of... The big orchestral yeah, kind of stuff. Exactly. The orchestral stuff in the 1600s, 1700s, all that. And then mm-hmm. into more early America-style music, barbershop yeah. quartet type music. And then it right. goes into folk. And then it goes into art. Like when you skip blues. a lot, blues. Like, you know, rock. As in like... Rock. You know, like rockabilly, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. You got, And then you got like the... Folk, the bluegrass, all that kind of stuff. Moving into the R and B, to the disco, to the rock, like the classic rock in a sense, mm-hmm. the hard rock, hair metal stuff, and then the nineties were just like everything. <laughs> it was pop, grunge, metal, yeah, and everything. It's, yeah. It, when you look at it like that, you can definitely see this how they would transition into each other. Yeah, absolutely. And from moving moving to different countries and Mm -hmm. especially just uh more western type music and just how it moved but it's so interesting to think how that happened right and where we're going now because you exactly we said 90s where it was everything and then early 2000s had a very specific feel for some reason yeah even though there were so many things happening in the 2000s too it definitely still had you know a lot of separation like within that decade definitely and it was insane and now you got that music evolved a little bit into not talking about promiscuous things yeah. to slipping it in there a little bit to now and the That's generation right now about. is all they talk about and it gets a little overwhelming and mm-hmm. i'm not a super big fan not because i don't like promiscuous things i'm super conservative no it's ah. like there's more heart in music that doesn't just talk about yeah. sex and money <laughs> there's just more heart when you talk about things that are more meaningful and feel more honest absolutely so i'm not a huge fan i like rap 
but only like NF and Eminem. I know yeah. it sounds bad because like they're earlier white stuff, rappers, yeah, but, but <laughs> no. But even earlier stuff in rap, um, they talked about so much more than yeah, earlier what they talked totally about did. now because there was a lot of socio-economical and political commentary Definitely. within those songs, and you know to see what has evolved to now. Of course, some artists are still doing that out there, like Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar. He's like oh, Kendrick changing Lamar the game. Is insane. He's so like, good. Yeah, and he's you know he's bringing that back, and I love that. But you know, most of the rappers that you see in the game today, oh, I I don't know yeah. what to say about it, just because it's all you know based around the same. Like all the songs are almost based around the same thing in a sense. Exactly. And sometimes. Again, like you said, it gets overwhelming, but also gets really stale really quick. Very. I agree. Because mm-hmm. you're right. It did start at a very honest place. Like, it was a very important thing for exactly. the African-American culture. It helped them have a voice. Yeah. Which was really important and really cool. And I guess uh, it has evolved into a different direction. A lot of rappers are still doing that, and some are doing different things. Like, it's the same thing for pop music. Yeah. Like, it used to be more Absolutely. honest, and now some people, pop music is doing the exact same thing of just talking mm-hmm. of money and sex. And, and drugs and all that kind of Drugs, stuff. Yeah. exactly. It's not genre-specific at all. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's just kind of evolved into that all music everywhere has evolved into the very sex, money, drugs. Yeah. Anywhere you look, really. Right. So, it's I those hope... themes that are, like, more prevalent now, but, again... Like we said, there's a lot more that can be said and should be said through music because it is a universal language. Everyone, you know, listens to it and everyone can relate to some form of music or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So everyone can relate to something. And who are mm-hmm. we to judge what people like? Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, to each their own. But mm-hmm. there's a hot take section. Hot take section. <laughs> so, yeah. Music That's is how whack. we feel. But I have no idea where it's going. I have no idea where it's going to go because yeah. I wouldn't expect that we'd be here 10 years ago. So exactly. where are we going after this? Are we going to go to mainly EDM? Are we going to go back to doo-wop music? Who's to say? I hope we don't go right, <laughs> like straight into EDM and just keep that as like a main. Because, <laughs> I mean, I love a lot of the stuff that's coming out now too from like up-and-coming artists. Um, it's a lot more of this indie rock more it's more pop punky and all that kind of stuff too and i love what people are doing and that there's this band um from florida they're like pretty small right now they're called the spring and i love their music just because it's kind of got that indie rock vibe but it's mm. like it gets heavy at some point <laughs> like, awesome it's, it's good stuff but um yeah i love what they're doing you know see that kind of music come back or you know evolve you know just make it bigger with all these artists these up-and-coming artists these local artists that are putting out that kind of stuff because i feel like now it is a melting pot um or it was a melting pot back in the 2000s back in the 1990s and everything but now it's a it's becoming more of a niche market again Mm -hmm. but i would love to see it become a melting pot again just of so many different styles, genres, and especially now because it's all so transcendent and genre fluid. Mm-hmm. You can't even call it genres anymore. Exactly. So I would love to see all those different styles being put together in a unique way and, Definitely. you know, just 
immerse yourself in that. Exactly. And more culture is getting... Like, Spanish music is super getting really popular now. Oh, yeah. Spanish yeah. music and just... It'd be cool to see more cultures go in there everywhere. Mumford & Sons did an album where they think I went to, they went to the Middle East. Yeah. And they did an album with artists over there. And that mm-hmm. album is really cool. It is. Coldplay did that too. They did? Yeah. They... Um, I don't know where in the Middle East, but I think they brought a lot of those experimental um, and, you know, cultural aspects of different... Uh, kinds of music into their album and it sounds really cool it's really experimental but some of it sounds really really cool that is that's really cool it's cool when culture because like you said earlier music brings people together exactly so it's cool if we can transcend genres and Mm kind of and transcend cultures cultures, styles and everything yeah I guess we talked about all we wanted to talk about and it was really really fun because yeah we just got really deep with it too mm-hmm. which i love Heck yeah. but now <laughs> now that that's done it's time for the lightning round are you ready i am ready awesome 11 questions 11 answers let's go for it uh number one so we'll start off with your favorite current artist my favorite current artist is first aid kit yeah favorite people on this freaking planet they're so amazing <laughs> i love that yeah you have vinyl of them too and i saw i you showed it to me it's like colored vinyl mm-hmm. what color was it yellow 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 yeah. and then i thought my ruins vinyl was gonna be red but i opened it and it wasn't and i was like no Ooh. but i have all their albums on vinyl even their uh even one of their eps like it was like four songs yeah but i was like i have like to own all their vinyls four or five like mm-hmm. vinyl thing oh it's so cool they're so good yeah vinyl too if you know if you can buy physical sales listeners do it <laughs> cds and vinyl they're great sound quality gonna help out the artists a lot more than you know streaming it but definitely it's so so nice to listen to and it's fun to own it's fun yeah. to look through all your vinyls it's fun to own so if you want to invest in anything invest in vinyl all the because it's so so good <laughs> but yeah moving on to number two and piggybacking off of the first one, your favorite artist, but from the past. So someone who's established or has a really established musical career. Um, they can be making music now. They don't have, um, it's optional. Maybe if they're not making music now, it's fine. If they are, it's fine too. Uh, from the past, uh, Florence and the Machine, I think. I don't know if that counts as the past because she's very recent. Yeah, I don't think that counts either. But <laughs> so Lawrence and the Machine past. is fucking good. Uh, They're so good. Oh, give me a second. Oh my gosh, wait, I'm so sorry. Oh, yes, I know that. I know. I know the answer. Okay. Are you still recording? Yeah. No, I, I never stopped. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, my favorite artist from the past would be Frank Sinatra because Frank Sinatra is the best. He is very a one one no there's no other frank sinatra yeah it's so, one of a kind one of a kind his Absolutely. music is so good unbeatable i love i love frankie <laughs> what a guy love it all right moving on to number three the last concert you've been to and your favorite concert that you've been to 
the last concert I went to was Wage War um, in October, second time yeah. seeing them. And it was the longest I've ever been in the pit. I stayed in the pit the whole time. It was so nice. fun. And then yeah. my favorite concert I went to was First Aid Kit in uh, two years ago. Me and my friends, who I also got into First Aid Kit, we did a road mm-hmm. trip to Nebraska. Yeah. We, which <laughs> Nebraska is an interesting place. <laughs> but we road trip from Colorado to Nebraska all yeah. the way to Omaha. Wow. And we stayed there for two nights and we saw the concert. We got there four hours early, first in line, made yeah. friends with everybody else in line, I played uh, Heads Up, <laughs> saw a car crash. <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> and then we stood front row and. We, I was geeking out because Clara and Joanna both made eye contact with me and smiled at me and I was losing my mind. <laughs> but Love it. Uh, Wonderful. That was my Wonderful. favorite concert. Yeah. And listeners too, go to as many concerts as you can. Of course, you can do that now. <laughs> unfortunately. Wait till but, the quarantine is over. Yeah, but whenever you get the chance, do it. It will change your life. I swear by it. It is so, so good. Best thing you can do best thing you can do i've been to so many concerts <laughs> I, I've, I've dropped so much money on so many concerts <laughs> it's worth it life experience dude what were you gonna spend that money on yeah. a burger and you got, exactly you got three hours of your favorite music so exactly i love it yeah it's the experience that you're paying for definitely it's so so good um moving on to number four one artist that you can bring back from death bringing would this be? back frank sinatra i'd bring him back in an instant he would change the world yeah he would change he'd bring back he'd bring back that type of music i forgot the type of music it's not crooner is it no it's not crooner is it crooner? no i don't think i don't remember the name of it but that jazz he is a crooner though i mean he, yeah. like it's like a jazz crooning kind of thing but yeah it's really jazzy really so good yeah i don't know what to describe it i oh. forgot the term for it but but bring him back we miss him Yes, we do miss him. His legacy lives on. He lives on in our hearts. Yep. All right, and then number five, the number one song we would find on your road trip playlist. What um, is it? My Silver Lining by First Aid Kid. Surprise, surprise. But yeah, it is especially on a road trip when mm-hmm. there's so when there's just miles and miles of nothing. Yeah. Or yeah. miles and miles of forest or yeah. anything like that. The best thing you could put on is My Silver Lining. Okay. If people know it, it helps because it already jams out to it. But yeah. um. It has just a specific feel. It has, mm-hmm. you listen to that song and it feels like a road trip. Yeah. So, so it's like really cinematic in that sense. Mm-hmm. Pro tip, just next road trip, try it once and you'll never not do it again. Awesome. Love that. All right. And then number six, your least preferred style of music or genre of music. Radio pop. <laughs> All the music on the radio right so now. Everything out now. Yeah. Much. Everything yeah. out now and since like 2015. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, can't. Because right. even two th- even the early 2010s pop still yeah. were bangers. We're like, still awesome. Yeah. And then you but, get to 2016 and you're just kind of like. <laughs> and then everything just starts sounding redundant. And the yeah. Same and, yeah. See, we cannot express how much we hate <laughs> that kind of music right now. Are you on the same page where you also dislike least favorite is popular pop or do you have a different opinion? It's popular pop, yeah. at least. Um, I mean, because I'm one for everything, mm-hmm. like to listen to everything, but popular pop, most of the stuff they put out now, it's just, Bad. I cannot, <laughs> cannot deal with it. I... If I choose hear Sam not to Smith deal with one it. I mean, more time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like there are some songs here and there that I'll listen to and I'll oh, say, definitely. 
you know, as long as they got something groovy behind it or got jokes. a good beat and everything, I'd be like, okay, this is cool. I like, could listen. I could find myself listening to this over and over again, kind of. Like Blinding but, Lights by The Weeknd, that is a great song. Hell yes, it is. But it falls into that genre of pop, so you just you have you have those gems. Yeah, exactly. You find it's literally finding a needle in a haystack. Mm-hmm. Now, especially, but <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I would go through. I would say popular pop. I would agree. Right now, between 2016 2019. Yeah. Yeah, I think that might be it. We are at agreement. Yes. Um, and then moving on to number seven. A song that can make you cry instantly or just like, you know, hit you in the feels instantly. Mm-hmm. I found myself, it's easier for me to cry at something happy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. so I have to be in there kind of the right, I don't know if right headspace is the word for crying, but the <laughs> right place to be able to cry at yeah, yeah, music. Yeah. Yeah. But If I Die by Jade Bird okay. is very, very good. And it makes me sad. I associate it with back home. So when mm-hmm. I'm missing people it makes me sad yeah, and then yeah. um to live a life by first aid kit mm-hmm. that song can apply to parents family they can apply to a lot of things yeah. so when you're going through something sad from any source of anything it kind of just hits you a little bit right and you get because yeah. it's, a, it's a shorter song it's just a guitar mm-hmm. and it, it just hits you a little right. too hard oh, sometimes yeah. no i love those kinds of songs where mm-hmm. it's just really stripped down you know it's either a guitar and a vocal or a piano vocal just something right there because mm-hmm. that's when all that emotion just comes out and it just bursts forth it's basically the artist putting their heart out into that song definitely it's so honest and important mm-hmm. absolutely and then piggybacking off of that number eight give me a song that you can't stop dancing to or you're just you know really happy really pumped um i'm not gonna say it's a hype song technically because i mean it can be but you know, it's a song that you can't stop moving to. Definitely. Um, Freaking Out by The Rex. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rex doesn't have that... They don't have that many songs, but they got really popular really fast. Yeah. Um, so, Freaking Out by The Rex, it start, I think it's about bipolar disorder, which is kind of weird to get wow, super yeah. excited about. Right. But right. just the chorus is so upbeat. It's just something mm-hmm. that is really easy to dance to. And it's yeah. just like... It starts with like I'm freaking out a little bit, and then like the chorus is like I feel fine. I'm I'm do I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm jamming. I'm having a good time, and then that oh, song is just it so plays, sick. and I'm like headbanging, dancing around. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And then I guess an album. Yeah. If you want an album, yeah, yeah. Artificial it. Selection by Dance Gavin Dance. Yes. Yes. That's a good one. <laughs> that album. Oh my god. Just full of headbangers, dude. Yes. You could rock out to every song on that album. Oh, yeah. Over and over and over <laughs> again. It's a headbanger. Every single song is just uh, just killing yeah. it. And you're like, yeah. I could just on repeat. Exactly. Have a good time. I love that because this is how we bonded. This was like one of the first things I think we mm-hmm. bonded through music over was Dance Gavin Dance. Yeah. I think you mentioned them at one point. You're like, you have tickets to go for them. I was like, that's so like, I love them. <laughs> I and thought you were gonna like, come with me at first, and I was yeah, like, "Yeah, I thought I thought come. I was, but I I bought too many shows. Yeah, like, I don't blame concerts. you, dude. Plus, I went. I think I went home that day too. So I was like, "I'm yeah, I can't go." <laughs> Next time, you can go with me and Julia when they come back. Yes, because once those dates get released, I am definitely buying a ticket like right there and then. Hell I need yeah. to. Yes, I need to. <laughs> oh, they're so good. 
I want to see. Yeah, I want to see them live. Yes, that's gonna be an experience. If Plus, you, if you can that show in. too, Animals as Leaders is gonna mm-hmm. nope, is gonna be you know the second to last band after like right before them, and they are so so exceptional. They're so good. They're phenomenal. They're, I love them. And a band that also opened for Dance Gavin Dance at their last um, their tour here when they came here last year, Don Bronco. Have you heard of Don Bronco? No. I had not heard of them either. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, just another opener that I hadn't heard of. They are incredible performers. They were (laughs) so much fun. The lead singer looks like an 80s superhero. He just, with like the ripped off sleeves and the jeans. And he stood with a power pose. And they were the most fun. They were so fun to watch. And I was like, this is a a perfect opener for Dance Gavin Dance. It's someone you'd expect to open for. Yeah, exactly. Because they're just, you know, they'll keep it at an eleven. (laughs) <laughs> exactly yeah. they were so fun they were so cool i love that so look at the don bronco if you want to because yeah. wow they're good <laughs> yeah see we got so many music recommendations <laughs> on here, so check them out because we will stand by them and yeah they're just so so good just all of these artists that we've mentioned so good go for them yeah listen to them all right and then moving on to number nine your favorite movie soundtrack like compilation of music and your favorite movie score because they're two different things i feel like when you asked me this question my mind immediately went to video games but we, i already yeah, talked about the video too. games i well, talked about hellblade in the last of us already okay yeah, yeah. um so movie wise uh my favorite movie i have five favorite movies mm-hmm. and uh i guess black swan has a really cool soundtrack because it's not original but it's all stuff from ballets yeah yeah and it's all very Absolutely. cool because it's all straight from ballets but also swiss army man yeah <laughs> the soundtrack for swiss army man is so cool because it, mm-hmm. it very much so fits that um because it's two people stranded in the middle of nowhere yeah, so all the music fits. is just the two people singing it's right. acapella stuff which makes it feel and everything in the movie they make everything homemade so it has that authenticity to it exactly and it's mm-hmm. just very unique and very it again makes the specific vibe for that movie right where it's not negative with two people in the middle of nowhere but it's a little positive a little whimsical and a little kind of scary yeah and it's really cool it's really cool yeah yeah awesome all right and then we talk about that soundtrack do you have a score that you usually like or that yeah do you have a score that you i forget you know really love or um it like it's basically stuff that underlies you know the dialogue or something if you think of um the princess bride mark Knopfler wrote the score to that composed the score to that all that stuff you hear under that dialogue or under those Mm -hmm. scenes and everything um something like that pretty much um definitely i don't know if swiss army man's counted as a score but um when it comes to video games uh the witcher has a really cool score yeah yeah. Uh, the Witcher 3 has, like, when it happens under... It, it also, a very particular type of medieval feel. It's not that typical jaunty and medieval. Like, like, ah, like Renaissance yeah. Fair kind of thing. Yeah. It's, not, it's that not that typical. It's more edgy, I think, yeah, and a yeah, little yeah. different. Yeah. So that score is really good. And also the score from uh, Beyond Two Souls. Mm-hmm. Beyond Two Souls has a really cool score. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's a very sad game. <laughs> it really is. But it's got very, very unique scores. I like thi- I think I like things that sound very unique and very right. personal to those things and those things only. Absolutely. Yeah. So when it comes to Because they just like this, fit with that. It's the perfect combination of the exactly. score and, you know, 
the video game or the movie and it's yeah like i like you said i love a score that feels like it was i mean that was made specifically for this video game but it just feels like a hand-in-hand relationship right there Yeah. yeah so good anyway moving on to number 10 your favorite era of music could be a decade could be in a solid five years or whatever but if you had to be immersed in you know all the music everything from that era which one would it be probably the like 20s 40s type big band music if that was super big still yeah that would be because back then it was the only type of music would play everywhere all the time it's just very dancey very unique it's just Mm -hmm. fun to listen to it is so i'd definitely be part of that i love that yeah it's it's good music it definitely is i'm curious what's your answer to that question favorite era let's see that's hard because um i want to say it's literally anywhere between the 60s to the 2000s because just you have you know each decade within that span of time had everything going on because the 60s you had the disco but you had the psychedelic rock stuff too like with hendrix and the doors and everything Mm -hmm. you had all of that plus you had the beatles who were still making records then and well that was like their prime it was so so good do you move into the 70s you get into more of the rock um you still get the psychedelic in a sense like with pink floyd and um stuff like that but we got into the harder rock it was you know boston Zeppelin, um, you know, I just so many other bands mm-hmm. that I really can't think off the top of my head. But yeah, Zeppelin, even Aerosmith, and like, especially in American music, because I love, you know, the cultures from different countries, especially mm-hmm. between American music and British music. Because, oh, yeah. British music in the 70s, holy shit, it was <laughs> insane. Because you had. You know, Zeppelin, Clapton, um, you had a lot of stuff, especially in like the rock scene too. You had the Clash, you had the Sex Pistols, and that punk scene was insane. But yeah, that 70s is there. Then the 80s moves into more of the hair metal mm-hmm. stuff with you know Poison, Motley Crue, Bon Jovi. Um, but you also had the pop side to it, you know, with... Michael Jackson, yeah. Prince. Prince was like pop rock. He did everything, which was so cool. And yeah, just so many things here and there. 90s, again, we talked about. It was a melting pot of different mm-hmm. things. You had grunge up in Seattle. You had more of the boy band stuff, the girl band stuff. And you had that... Alter- that that's when the alternative music scene really burst forth too with stuff like you know, Weezer, the Foo Fighters, Green Day got their big start there as well. The Chili Peppers, everything like that. It's insane to think about how many different styles of music just, you know, just made their debut in the 90s. And then moving to the 2000s, it just evolved from there. Because you still had those alternative rock styles, but then more of the pop punk scene was coming in. Mm-hmm. Good Charlotte, All American Rejects, Paramore. Yeah. Um, Green Day was, they were already established back mm-hmm. then, but, you oh, know, when American Idiot came out, 
holy <laughs> shit, that album was a voice for a generation yeah. as well. Cultural phenomenon. Exactly. Exactly. But so everything from the 60s to there, that was basically where my musical wheelhouse like resides. Definitely. Definitely much. a time to be alive for music. Oh, is right absolutely. There. It was insane. <laughs> And you're bound to keep making royalties off movie trailers because every movie trailer uses an 80s song now. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, everything uses everything from those eras. Exactly. A time to be alive for music and a time to make music. Yeah, exactly. And then moving on to the last question. This is, I think, the hardest question because, yeah, it's just really hard. Like we said, you know, like when you asked me about my greatest or my favorite video game i could not think of an answer <laughs> i don't know how you thought of an answer for this i i mean i wouldn't expect you to but our final question number 11 your greatest album and not because you know you like a couple songs in the album and you're just like okay but the rest of the album you just don't touch mm-hmm. but it's an album that you can listen to every song on it on repeat forever and ever and ever that is so difficult to answer because a lot of people I feel like well at least for me particularly it's very hard for me to find an album where I like every single song and I feel like a lot of people are the same way absolutely it took me forever and ever and ever to find an album that Mm -hmm. I like it and I know I've talked about them a lot but um first aid kit um stay gold by first aid kit is an incredible album the first album i ever found that i liked everything on the album wow and it's just such a specific sound it's they're very particular they're just i can bop to every one of their songs Mm -hmm. i know all the words to all of them and also lion's roar by first aid kit just yeah i like every single first aid kit song except one on ruins (laughs) like there's just one that i don't like Yeah, yeah, yeah and but I, it'd have to be Stay Gold Stay by gold. First Aid Kit. Awesome. Well, yeah, listeners, you got that recommendation. Keep <laughs> at it. Yeah, I would say, you know, listen to it. Yes. I definitely will because, well, the amount of times you mentioned First Aid Kit. <laughs> I'm a little obsessed. I am. Yeah, no, it's fine. I feel that way, too, about a lot of the bands I listen to. But, yeah, now I'm just going to have to go and listen to them. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'll fall in love with them the same way you did. Exactly. Or yeah. Artificial Selection by Dance Gavin Dance. That album about. is insane too. So good. Yes, absolutely. And that brings us to the end <laughs> of the soundtracks of our lives. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on. Oh my this gosh, was thank you for having insane. me. I loved it. I got to know I mean, again, like I said, we talked about music a lot and we really bonded over, you know, music. Mm-hmm. But you know, just to listen to you speak about so many different styles, especially with our hot takes and everything. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really, really enlightening, yeah. and I loved it. This was really... I was super excited to do this, so... Yeah. And oh, absolutely. we talked about a lot. It made me very happy, because mm-hmm. yeah. we did have those bonding moments. Now we could really get into the nitty-gritty. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, plus, this was nice to talk about amidst all the chaos that's going on. You know, <laughs> yes. Just to, just to escape for a little bit. And mm-hmm. I talk forgot about what was going on for love. like an hour, so that exactly. was lovely. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah, before we part ways, I'm um, going to ask, you know, if you have anything going on, anything you want the listeners to know, or anything like that, anything you want to plug, sponsor, anything, go for it, shoot. 
Okay, as as was mentioned on the episode before this one, I am not I'm not writing music, but I'm helping write music, helping with the violin part of the soundtrack for Val Raven. Yes, I'm she is. The... She's gonna work with me and Eden very closely, I'm gonna and help it's you gonna guys. be insane. Yes. It's gonna be absolutely wonderful. Helping with it. the violin, my friend mm-hmm. Rachel is writing a film noir, and I'll be helping with the editing and producing of that. To keep very a cool. lookout for that film noir. Yep. And I I have an art account <laughs> if you want to yeah, yeah, look yeah. at my watercolor. I, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. She is a damn good artist too. <laughs> Thank you. It's on Instagram. It's Paige Period Bowers, and there's two eyes in Paige. Yeah. We'll have the links but, up there yes. in the descriptions and stuff. But that's, but yeah. that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> not okay. up to a whole lot right now. But. Well, especially not right now. <laughs> especially not right now. <laughs> Unfortunately, but. <laughs> I mean, once again, thank you so much yes, for coming you. on. This was awesome. I really had a lot of fun. Yes, and thank you. Me to too. all those listening, yeah, thank you so much for doing so. Again, this means the world to me. And I love you all. And we'll see you next time for the final episode of the first season. Ooh, spicy. Yeah.